When we're in the moment, it can be easy to feel like we are a failure after not finding success at something we really wanted. What if I told you how you viewed success and failure are potentially completely wrong? That's right. Even Webster's Dictionary is completely wrong on this one. In today's episode, I want to cover how changing your mindset around failure and success and truly understanding the correlation between the two will instantly bring success to your life. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hopefully everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, I know I am, and I appreciate you joining me on the Financial Mirror as we continue to work on improving the one thing we can control ourselves. If this is your first time joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to us on the podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in spreading this information to other listeners. Today, uh, I am not in Hawaii. Uh, I'm coming to you live from a new location. Uh, We are still in the process of getting everything moved from Hawaii. Uh, So we're in Idaho now, and uh, the setup is obviously just not the same. Uh, But it's neither here nor there. Uh, The stream must go on. The podcast must go on. So uh, we are set up in this temporary location uh, to get the stream underway. And uh, there's no slides or cool pictures uh, for the YouTube video. uh, But that's okay because instead you get to look at me. If you are are listening to this on the podcast, well, I guess it really doesn't matter where I do it at. Uh, You get the same experience, my voice. So... Uh, All in all, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to continue doing this stream. I really look forward to helping more of my listeners uh, with their finances in the future. I can tell you this. This is a uh, time where where, uh, moving was a little bit tougher than, you know, moving house to house. Uh, We we jumped over the Pacific, so uh, it's a little different. But all in all, we have made it, and now we just wait on the stuff so I can get the whole stream set up back in motion. I have definitely learned a lot from this moving experience, and I cannot wait to do a short series. Once we are officially settled in, I just want to maybe bring some light on how you can more affordably move. We learned a lot in in the process, and I want to be able to share some lessons learned with you. And So if you are in the process of moving, hopefully that will bring you or or potentially going to move. That'll bring some knowledge your way. So this week is an important episode to me because I think that it is, uh, honestly, it, it's is the one that that is, is going to affect people uh, professionally, financially, and personally. And it really is the one thing that keeps them from achieving what they truly want to achieve. And what do I mean by this? Well, simply put, Sometimes, let's be honest, we get in our own head, right? Uh, We do get in our own head and we end up potentially accepting or settling for a bit less because we were unsure if we could really succeed at what it was that we were trying to accomplish. So today's episode, 
I will hopefully discuss some of those ways that we can, you know, progressively get past that and toward actually setting out to get what we deserve in our lives. As I stated, this could be financially, this could be professionally, this could be personally. Uh, it really doesn't matter. We, we kind of sometimes potentially settle uh, for a little bit less because we were scared to fail. And I think that's how I want to start this with a little prelude. You deserve, literally deserve the life you want. Like you absolutely deserve every bit of the life you want. And to be all honest with you, you have the ability to achieve anything in life that you want. Uh, it's normally just you, honestly, that stands in the way of getting there. So the first place that I want to start is I want to look at failure versus success in a very broad sense. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So failure versus success. Uh, what are failure and success to you? Think about that for a moment, right? I'm, I'm not sitting here. I'm definitely not sitting here insulting your intelligence. I uh, just want to make you sit there just a second and think before I attempt to guide you and your vision of these words, uh, to a little bit different destination than, than you're probably getting to currently. So to most, uh, a failure, if we look at that word first, Webster included, the word is defined by Webster as a lack of success, right? So when we look at Webster's definition, when we look at what most people consider to be failure, uh, they look at it as a lack of success. So don't be totally shocked if I sit here and I tell you that I'm going to prove Webster wrong today because I am. I am going to be smarter than Webster on this word. Not all words, but this word. I think Webster gets failure wrong. I think that Webster is pushing people in the wrong direction on what failure is. Um, and when we think of failure, I mean, right now, and Webster is, is falling into this ballpark, we think of things like getting a bad grade, uh, not getting the job that you wanted. You applied and you didn't get the job you wanted. You miss a deadline. Uh, you didn't make a sports team or academic team or whatever kind of team. Or financially, maybe you didn't hit your savings goal. Well, the opposite could be said of success, right? So here you are. If you're successful at these things, you look at yourself as you were selected for promotion. You exceeded your savings goal. You gain recognition for completing a project or you were simply picked first for that academic or sports team. If these definitions line up to what you were thinking when I asked, you are not alone. And I'm here to tell you, most would agree 
that that's what these words mean. Well, uh, the problem is, is that people look at failure as bad and success as good, right? Like when we look at failure, we think of bad things like, oh, only negative thoughts come to mind when we think of failure. And when we think of success, we think of, well, good things, right? If we break down Webster's definition of failure being lack of success, and we tie that to the common perception of these words, no wonder people are scared to fail. There's pure negativity that comes with failing. And that pure negativity, it, it, it leads people to potentially be scared to fail, right? We don't want people to look at us and see that we didn't succeed. Failure becomes bad in that sense, right? And we're taught from an early age that, that failing is bad. Think about you failed a grade. Well, now you're held back. Maybe you got an F on a on a project. That's bad, right? Like these are bad, and it's built into it's built into this system of of uh, of education, and it grows up with us. And we never really is it is it needed in education? Sure. Does it does it help guide and direct uh, our, our our youth into to understanding the difference in good and bad? Sure. But at no point do we ever sit down and teach that later on, failing is not a bad thing. And that same adolescent mentality sticks with us. But what if I told you that these thoughts of failure, bad, success, good are wrong? All of these opinions are wrong. What if I told you that success is more of a continuum than a this or that, right? Let me show you. So failure is inevitable, but I want to show you how failures lead to success. I think that's the part that is truly missed. And that's the part that I want this episode to, to bring to light, right? I want you to see how a, how failures leading to success is a good thing. And I think that's, is the first realization is you have to understand failure is inevitable. The problem with me saying this is that people don't look at all failures the same. All right. So when we look at it, we have to first think there's there's these different types of failures. You have these like small failures like, oh, I didn't get I wanted eight hours of sleep last night and I didn't get it. Or maybe I want to finish this book by the end of the weekend and I don't. Well, you didn't hit your goal. You did. You had a very defined goal and you didn't hit it. So you failed. Right. Like you failed. But these don't bother people as much as some of those previous examples, like not making a sports or academic team, not getting the promotion. Like these don't feel the same, right? Like, oh, I didn't get eight hours of sleep last night and I wanted it. Oh, I didn't finish the book that I wanted to finish this weekend. Those don't hit the same as those other examples. But why? Why don't they? They're still failures. You still, in essence, failed. You were not successful. You lacked success. So following Webster's Dictionary, uh, you, you were a failure, right? Like you failed. But why, do you not, why does that not affect you as much? Well, the biggest difference that, between the two is uh, if, you're, if you didn't get eight hours of sleep versus not getting a job, the biggest difference is opportunity. And that's the part I really want to tune in on right here. The biggest difference in those small failures and some of these bigger failures like failing at a project or not getting a promotion or whatever is, is opportunity. 
Think about it. The next night, you can make up for it and get eight hours of sleep. The next weekend, you could finish those last hundred pages of the book you wanted to finish. But don't you have the same opportunity to find a new opportunity and those other failures as well that could potentially lead to success? Well, that's the part I want you to think about. And that's the part that I really want to drive home at the fact that failure leads to success. Now that you didn't get eight hours of sleep, you will mindfully pick to get eight hours of sleep the next night. Now that you didn't finish that book that weekend, you will mindfully have that to to finish the next weekend. Just because you didn't get that job, why can you not take the same approach? Couldn't you learn a new skill that could make you more qualified for the promotion or the job you wanted? Couldn't you practice even harder to make the team that you wanted to make? Couldn't you study a little harder and get a better grade on your next assignment? Of course you can. Of course you can. The difference is is that they are not as impactful. The opportunity doesn't seem to be there. Our mind doesn't shift to say, I still have opportunity at what I just failed at. I have an opportunity that I can create off of what I just failed at. And that's the part that we miss is those simple mindset shifts. When we have the opportunity, we just don't look at it or we're blind to it because of the emotion that's tied back to we failed, right? But this is why failure and success are a continuum. And it's not a this or that. It's not I failed or I succeed. It's I fail so that I succeed. And that's the part we have to remember. Just because you didn't get the outcome you desired the first time, that doesn't mean you failed. That doesn't mean you're a failure. Thomas Edison actually defined this the best, and I wanted to share it with you uh, when he said, I have not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work, right? He didn't fail 10,000 times. But for most people, when we look at success and failure at this this or that setup, you would have to say, it. oh, Thomas Edison, he failed 10,000 times. No, he found 10,000 ways that did not work. He successfully found 10,000 ways that did not work, and he'll never use those again. And that's the part that we have to make happen. We have to make that shift happen so that when we end up failing at something, we're not a failure. And I'm going to show you the difference in just a moment. But you have to you have to think about these things and realize that it's your mentality, it's your mindset that has to shift to let you know that failure leads to success. That's that continuum piece. You will continue to fail. If I if I had to look at it, I'd have to say that, and this is me spitballing. This is me just throwing this out on a limb. I have no scientific data to prove this. I have not done any type of study. I'm just saying it. I think that we fail in life more than we succeed. I truthfully do. I truthfully think that we fail. I just don't think that those small failures, when all those add up, I don't think that that they have as big of an impact on those those big failures, like I didn't get a job or I failed an assignment. I think that we fail more than we succeed if we go off of this, this or that setup. But doesn't that show that this is an absolute continuum? I may fail to do all the chores that I wanted to do this weekend. I may fail to make the perfect dinner. I may put too much salt in it, right? I failed. I I absolutely should have done better and and I and I didn't. 
right? But I think all of these failures add up to be who we are, and it makes us the resilient human beings that we can become. And that's the part that I really want us to get out of this, is that this continuum will continue. Your failures will lead to success. It's when you lose sight of how these failures are leading you to success. That's the part that we have to jump on. That's the part we have to connect with, is the fact that just because a simple one-time failure happened does not mean that you're going to fail at everything. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that. So it's important to notice the difference and it's important to see that there's so much more to that simple failure. There's so much more to that simple piece of, 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 of a, an attempt. It's just an attempt. You failed one single time, but that doesn't mean that you're a failure. We've all heard the stories and, and I wanted to bring them up, but uh, they, they bring truth to, to a lot of this, right? We've heard the stories. What if Michael Jordan didn't continue playing basketball after he didn't make his high school varsity basketball team, right? He could have gave up. He could have easily said, I am obviously not cut out for basketball and I failed. I failed at basketball, making the team. Uh, but what did he do? He went on to play junior varsity, uh, went on to play varsity, played college, went to the NBA, right? And we all now know the great Michael Jordan. But he didn't make his high school varsity team first time around, right? What if he, what if he, what if he gave up? What if he said, no, nah, I'm a failure. I give up. This is the same Michael Jordan that we look at as the great, right? The GOAT, right? What if Bill Gates stopped trying to make technology after his first technology company failed? He was 17 years old. He started a technology company that analyzed data and, and it failed. What if he gave up? What if he said, oh, I'm just not cut out. This technology thing, I thought I was good at it and, and I'm not. Uh, would, we have, would we have gotten the computer as fast as we did? Who knows? We don't, we don't know. We don't know what would have happened. But what we do know is Bill Gates led a huge movement in getting us to where we are uh, at, at kicking off uh, where we are with personal computers today. And, and finally, what if Dr. Seuss stopped writing after his first book was rejected 28 times? Think about your childhood. I had plenty of Dr. Seuss books in my life during my childhood. But what if he stopped writing? right? It was rejected 28 times. These people show a fine example of how failure leads to success. We don't know what Michael Jordan did. We don't know what Bill Gates did. We don't know what Dr. Seuss did to tell themselves to keep going. We don't know, but they found somewhere inside of them to tell themselves to keep going because they realize that that did not define them. That single failure did not define them. That single attempt did not define them, right? That was one attempt. One attempt. Bill Gates, Michael Jordan, Dr. Seuss, those are one attempts, and, and the list goes on. J.K. Rowland had a failed, she, she was as a single mother, she was spent writing her first Harry Potter book and only to go and turn it in to get published, and, and it was denied. She just spent all of her time trying to write this book, only for it to be denied multiple times, right? 
yet we all know who J.K. Rowling is now. These are the definitions of how failure leads to success. What they do after they had that first failed attempt, they tried again. Well, what happened? Most of them failed again. But how did they, they could have stopped, they could have quit, but they didn't. And I think that all of this is the is the exact definition of how failure and success are not this or that. But we try so hard to put them into that box of this or that. I either fail or I succeed. And that's not a, that's not a thing. You fail until you succeed. It is truthfully not this or that. It is failure leading you to success. And I think that that's the part that uh, financially. So this is a financial podcast. I, I talk mostly about personal finance, uh, financial news. If it's the first time you've ever listened uh, to the podcast, then you're probably like, what is this guy talking about? He's not even talking about finances. Well, what I want to tell you is that every single bit of this has to do with finances. This is one of the major parts of finances because we may fall off track on our get out of debt plan. What happens? Do we fail? Do we quit? Do we just say, oh, I'm just going to be in debt the rest of my life? No. We may make that first investment and then all of a sudden it goes completely south. Do we quit? Do we stop investing? No. You find that failure is going, that one attempt is going to lead you to a little closer to success. You may have multiple other attempts. So I don't want to say a single attempt leads you to success. That's not the case. Multiple failed attempts will get you to success. I promise you that. Keep trying and you will find success at whatever it is that you're doing. But I think that how we think about things from a personal level, I think that plays a huge role in where we are financially. I think what you do from a personal level, it plays a role in your finances, which is why I like to do episodes like this that, that is mostly about you and, and how you think about things. The mind's powerful, very powerful part of your body. But I like to think about and teach on some of those things and how to control that. So today I want to leave you with three mindset shifts that will help you turn failures into success. So you can see we have went through all of this and you can I hopefully have shifted your mind away from that traditional thinking of failure. Because I, I don't want you to ever go into life and think, well, I'm not going to do that because I might fail. I want that to go away. Right. Because then that means you will always be in debt. That means that you will never have those investments prove to you that they can succeed. That means that you may just be stuck in your own little bubble of fear of failure for the rest of your life. And that's not what I want. So hopefully I've shifted your mindset away from this traditional thinking of failure or success so that you you don't have this fear of failure anymore. So is it going to go away instantly? Absolutely not. And I wish I could tell you it would. But what I can tell you is this, that if you will try to implement these three mindset shifts into your life, it will put you on that mindset to view this as a continuum instead of a this or that. It'll put you on the path to do it. So the first one that I want you to think about, this first mindset shift that I want you to think about is I want you to look at failure as a tool, right? So this tool is used to show you what works and what doesn't work. The more attempts you make at it, the better you define what works. And then the knowledge that you take from all of these attempts is priceless. You're going to get this roadmap of how to succeed through failure. 
you're going to make this wonderful understanding and define what works and what doesn't, tons of knowledge along the way, and then you'll finally hit your goal. And when you do, you will have a better understanding of the process to get there. So keep trying because I'm telling you, you will succeed. The second mindset shift is that you have to separate failing from failure. I talked briefly about this at the very beginning, but I want you to sort of get an idea and an understanding of just where I'm coming from on it. So failing is that attempt mindset. It's that first mindset shift, right? Understanding that that failure is a tool, that failing is a tool. So that's the part that I want you to, to first understand. When we're separating failing from failure, failing is that attempt. You just made that attempt. You may have failed, but you you kept making those attempts. J.K. Rowling kept putting in for her books. Dr. Seuss kept putting in his books. Bill Gates kept attempting to start technology companies. But failing is that first attempt, that attempt mindset. So making multiple attempts that don't work out, that that's what we want to call failing. However, failing is just that single attempt that will eventually lead you to success. Failure is the act of giving up. So if you do let a couple of those failing attempts lead you to give up, well, that's when you did achieve failure. You gave up on something that you wanted because of a couple failed attempts. So the part that I want to leave you with is, first off, understand that you did not fail because you had a failed attempt. You're not a failure. Remember that. You're not a failure because of a failed attempt. You're one step closer to success. So don't give up. Keep making the attempts. You will succeed. The third mindset shift that I want you to incorporate is to maintain confidence and stay committed. When every attempt doesn't work out the way you wanted, it can take a hit at self-confidence. This is technically your time to shine, right? This is all you. This is your self-confidence. You've made it that far in the journey. Pat yourself on the back and keep going. Most of the drive to keep going comes from within yourself. So others can assist you along the way, but ultimately you've got to buy into the fact that you can keep going. After multiple failed attempts, it's tough. It does get tough. It will eventually start to beat you up a little bit. You're like, man, like I keep failing. I keep failing. I keep failing. These Every attempt I'm failing. But I want you to realize that remembering failure is just, failing is, is a tool and failing is not the same as failure. So take a moment, take a breath, write down where you started, write down all the steps you've taken so far to get to where you're at now, leave a little blank in there and then put where you're trying to go. Once you get through that, I want you to fill in that blank with three small steps that you can take to get a little closer to that that finish line. And these are small steps. I don't want you to take ginormous leaps to try to get you to where you want to be. I want you to take small steps, three small steps that'll move you closer. That should give you the motivation to keep going. You will have three small success, three small wins, and that'll get you back in that mode to keep grinding towards success. Remember, stay self-confident because you will succeed. So at the end of all three of those mindset shifts, I intentionally stated you will succeed. And I did that purposefully. This is because I want you to know you will succeed at anything and everything that you continue to work at. 
I don't care how hard you think it is. I don't care how tough you think it is. What I'm trying to tell you is that you will succeed at anything if you will keep trying. The best part is that once you start to realize that failure leads to success in a split second, and I mean split second, you will instantly change towards being successful. You literally have just succeeded because now you can never fail. Because once you realize that every single time you have a failed attempt, that you're one step closer to succeeding, all you're doing is winning at that point. So remember that. Remember that you have a nice long road ahead of you for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And there's going to be multiple failed attempts along the way. But in the end, you're going to succeed. So I hope that uh, you can see when, when you have the ability to look at the bright side of each failed attempt, you are one step closer to not giving up and you will succeed. That's with personal, that's with professional, and that's with financial. So what I want to leave you with is that if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure you're on the right path to your financial goals, or you just need someone to sit down with you and build your personal plan for financial freedom, a financial coach could be just what you need. Go over to thefinancialmirror.org. There'll be a black box right on the main screen. Hit book now and schedule your free consultation today. I'm continuing to, to help people uh, achieve their definition of financial success, whether that be getting out of debt, uh, beginning to invest, or saving for that next big purchase like a home. I am ready to help you and your personal financial journey. Finally, if you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop or just go to thefinancialmirror.org and hit shop in the top right-hand corner and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear, constantly adding new items uh, and it continue, the store continues to grow. So I truly appreciate everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share with anyone that you think could value from learning more about improving themselves and their finances at the same time. If you are listening to this on a podcast, thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review and a written comment as both of those truly go a long way. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.